Welcome back, everybody, to Matt Goes to the Movies. Today we are here with Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the sequel to the highly successful Sonic the Hedgehog, which came out really as COVID-19 really shut everything down. Uh, it was right after this movie released. Yeah, like right after. Um, however, had you know really good box office return and then really found a, a great audience when it was released outside of theaters when a lot of things were going video on demand. So... Could lightning strike twice? Uh, I really thought that Sonic was the... It definitely does. <laughs> I, I really thought Sonic was the first, like, real video game movie to actually be very good and really kind of broke the trope of, well, you know, it's a video game movie, to being like, no, this is just a good movie. So we're going to talk about Sonic 2, but... Before we get into spoilers, we're going to go with the watch rating, which is where we rank this on either a high, a medium, or a low scale, and give some spoiler-free thoughts about why it's here. So, Brandon, I'll let you go first with what your watch rating is for this movie. So far, it's like a five. Like, honestly, this is everything I really love about Sonic, and it brings in, like, when it brings in new stuff, it's not bad there was only one scene that i really like in the entire film didn't necessarily like and even then it just felt like all right this doesn't need to be here but it's not like god awful yeah i mean for me i would consider this a high rating for my watch rating for the simple fact that i really enjoy this movie i think it has great humor great heart uh, a lot of really cool, uh, what you would call action scenes in this. And once again, it's just, it's a good movie. It, I think, does enough with the human characters where it doesn't make them overstay their welcome. I think James Marsden's super charming as usual in, like, in this movie. And I just really, really enjoyed it. I thought it, you know expanded the world it gave you a lot of really cool easter eggs if you're a fan of sonic and they made a movie that everybody can like so it's also an actual like not to say the first one isn't but it's more of a like sonic movie than the first one is so a lot of fans will really attach to that yeah this really does get into a lot of sonic lore um which seems to be like they'll be expanding on that even further um, Some of it's added too. Some new stuff they brought in, and it's not—it's not bad. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I think there's no way that we don't get a sequel to this. I mean, it didn't. Already announced. Yeah, we already have it. So just depending on how long it takes, and you know, maybe depending on these rumors with Jim Carrey thinking about retiring from acting, uh, you know, I think he's still in. What will happen? So that's our watch ratings. Um, what we'll do is we'll move into popcorn time where we're going to break down the movie, get the spoilers, and give our detailed thoughts about where this movie stands. So uh, the first thing that I will say is, again, I really like the characterization of Sonic. I really liked, um, you know, his relationship that got built with Tails. I really like his relationship with Tom. I just think they're really good together, and I think the message about Sonic, you know, not needing to grow up too fast, and just because he can do something not, you know, just because he can do it doesn't mean he necessarily should. Um, 
I thought that worked really, really well. And, you know, by the end of this movie, I thought where all these characters ended up, it felt natural throughout the story. Like, the relationship that he has with Tails, if you know the games, felt really natural throughout this movie. Like, they developed a friendship. I liked that a lot. Yeah, like, I would definitely say that actually almost made me, like, tear up a little bit in the movie. It's kind of seeing Sonic and Tails' like, friendship on the big screen and portrayed amazingly like it does even if they kind of change up tails's origin it still works fantastic like throughout the dancing scene tails like having courage and that's really a, a lot of tails story except for sonic forces <laughs> um it just really brings it to light into the big screen and it's made by people who understand it so it works the same way a sonic fan likes it in the games yeah um you know, getting into, you know, characters that, number one, it was it was really great to see Jim Carrey back. I thought he did a fantastic job as Robotnik. He kills it in this movie. You know, he's funny. He He's funny while also being, like, menacing, but not... He, he doesn't have to be scary, but you know he's just super intelligent, and I like that, where he's a villain... But he almost, like, I just love how it doesn't take him seriously. There was one time where it did and it actually worked a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Go ahead. During the big spoiler scene, we'll talk about where he's got the big thing. And it's where he's talking about, which they nail perfectly, Eggman's characterization, when he's talking about making everybody robots, and which he does in one of the games... In one of the future parts of one of the games, he's like, I'm going to turn every robot, every animal and human into robots, and they're going to do my bidding. actually felt kind of intimidating. And it also helps that, once again, they got it right. Yeah, I think they nailed him. I mean, I think the only scene that I really didn't like with him is there is a scene, and it's not even anything that he did. Uh, It's a scene where Sonic crashes a wedding, and they end up in the Himalayas. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. It's before he crashes the wedding. Um, and there's some. There's one really bad CGI spot where he's floating in oh, like yeah. that death egg, and it's it's like really terrible CGI, which was really surprising to me because everything else in the movie looks It's like the one month bad CGI moment. Too. Yeah, like everything else looks top notch, and there's just this one scene where he is. Stand like floating in front of a mountain with snow on it, and it is, it, it's one of the worst things I've seen CGI wise. Like it's it's bad. It's up there with, you know, the green screen in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It, it's it's really bad, which was really surprising, and that's the only thing I didn't really like with him in it. Yeah. Other than that, again, he's he's funny. His interaction with Knuckles. Um, at one point he does do the floss dance, which makes sense because when he was transported away, like that was popular. He's it also made lost sense. his mind. Like they're right. in this. And it was really funny hearing Jim Carrey called Knuckles his, his G. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just cracked up during that scene. Yeah. Yeah. His, his relationship with Knuckles, I thought was, you know, pretty cool. You could tell that eventually he was just using him for, you yeah. know, his purpose, but you even get that early on in the movie where you think, like, man, they're going to break up early. And Knuckles, uh, who we'll talk about, 
has a really funny line where he thinks Eggman's betraying him. Oh, these are stairs. Yeah, and he acts like he's going to have to fight Eggman's machines because they're coming out after him. And it ends up just being Eggman making stairs for him out of his robotic drones, which was actually really funny. And, I mean, that's what I'll talk about. Knuckles was... He was a great addition. He was... I thought, again, he was funny but intimidating at the same time. He seemed, you know, super powerful. But that overconfidence, I think, worked against him in certain things with Sonic. He used that to his advantage. And again, by the end of this movie, you know, not even by the end of it, but as you were progressing through this movie, I felt like where he started to where he ended just had such a natural flow. Yeah, and it helps that they took stuff from the comics, including his backstory with the entire Enkidna tribe. Like, that's in Adventure 1, but that's, like, it's whole nother thing in the comics, and they just took that and really ran with it. And it made his connection to Sonic also feel like something special in it, too, especially towards the end, where they really bring everything together and wrap it up together. Also, Idris Elba kills as him, better than I honestly could have thought he did he would have done yeah the voice acting is is really top notch um and you know that's one thing that stands out too is i am just i really am like shocked that this property is to me by like is what has broken the video game curse like this is no longer a it's in the same realm with this is not oh it's good for a video game movie like these two movies in this franchise now is just good. It's a good movie. And I'm just, I'm so shocked that Sonic is the property that has been able to do this. But you can tell, like, the people who have made these movies actually really care. And the cast. The voice, the voice cast has actually adored their roles and everything. Jim Carrey's back for a sequel, which he never does, and is to me, I think he's going to be back for a third one. It's just nuts. Right. They There's just so many, again, there's so many Easter eggs. The coffee shop in there is called Mean the Bean. The Mean Bean. That might, that's like my second favorite one. There's there's a manual for the death robot, um, which is literally a, a Sega Genesis that's, like game cartridge. It, that one's so fast. It's like the Uncharted um, Easter egg with the Naughty Dog logo. Yeah. He's like, I read the manual. I go, that's a Genesis box right there. Yeah. Even the, po like, one of the fight scenes between Sonic and Knuckles is straight out of the animated series. Um, it's in the opening credits um, for the Sonic Adventure show. I Sonic X. Yeah, I Sonic X. That today too. There's even when there's a dance off scene in this uh, movie where it's straight, like the pose is straight out. Um, there's just so many little things. You have the Chaos Emerald. Like, there's just. So yeah, it's the giant death egg. Everything like that is is really exciting. It's it's great to see actual. It's great to see fan service, not just for the sake of fan service, because there certainly could have been that, and the movie could have been bad. But um, it's it's not that for me. It's not just fan service for the sake of it. I love the fact. I'll let you talk about it when we get the big reveal in the final battle with Sonic. Um, I'll I'll let you kind of break that down. So they do kind of change up a little bit with the Master Emerald and the Chaos Emeralds. The Chaos Emeralds and the Master Emeralds are like separate, 
But in this one, they're in them. And at one point, Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, which is really reminds me of Sonic Heroes, which is amazing. It breaks through their attacking the Death Egg robot, who is walking to Pantera, of all things, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And um, they break. Sonic is knocked out. Tom grabs him in his car, which is another great scene. And the Chaos Emeralds just spin and the yellow and white light, and we have Super Sonic. Oh, man. And, like, the kid in me playing the game screamed in the movie theaters. It's... They capture his speed, his power. They even capture the Sonic 06 little tap of the shoe on the robot. But, man, they handle it so great. Especially for something that they're clearly just going to do a one-time thing. And when they have to change it based off the games... I think they handled it really well. Yeah, I really, really liked that scene. I thought it was very well done. I thought they showed the the power level of Sonic um, incredibly, incredibly well. Again, this is just, this is a video game movie by people who have done their research and clearly respect the source material um, and care about the fans who want to see this. I mean, I think they made that evident in Sonic 1 when they went back in change the design of Sonic after all of that backlash. A $3 million little thing. Yeah, you know, I, I think right then and there was the sign that this was probably going to be good and they actually cared about the franchise because the studio could have been like, yeah, no, we don't care. Like, you're going to take the design that we give you, but... A lot of people do that nowadays. Yeah, no, it, it's not, you know, it, it's very rare that a studio listens to you know, fan responses and will go back and change something that's already pretty much in place. Um, you know, they delayed the movie in order to make those changes, the original Sonic. So clearly you have people that care about this franchise. And I'll talk about the human characters a little bit. Again, I thought they didn't overstay their welcome in a lot of these movies. You know, it focuses too much on human characters. They're not funny. They're not interesting. I like the people that we have in these two movies so far. I care about, you know, I care about the family. I care about the sister. Like, I think they're actually really good. I, I'm surprised at how much they're able to actually balance that in this movie and make them interesting. Because um, usually there's, you know, the, the tendency to overblow that. Yeah. What's funny is that I, too, like, love those characters, even the sister one. What's funny is that she's a part of the scene that I was mentioning earlier when, first of all, first off, this movie introduces Gun, as much, most Sonic fans will know. It's a part of the government, which then later ties into Adventure 2 and a whole nother character with far more story that pushes the series forward. And they show that there's an entire fake wedding. It's actually pretty funny. And then the sister and the groom are talking about, oh, do you really love me? And you're kind of like, all right, uh, let's kind of get this going. That's the one scene that really kind of overstays it. But, like, honestly, it's so late in the movie. Now what happens after is amazing, so you could kind of just get by it. Okay. Yeah, see, I mean, I didn't really mind that. I thought because they didn't focus, you know, they spent 
really, I thought, you know, just the right amount of time focused on the human characters. I didn't think it really overstayed its welcome. Oh, yeah, but everything else is amazing with the humans, though. I mean, when they get to, you know, kind of backtracking a little bit, too, I just, even the conversation on the beach after, you know, Eggman takes the, uh, the Chaos Emerald, I, I really thought that scene with Sonic and Knuckles was really well, too, and that's what I'm talking about with their relationship and how that even grows and how by the end of this movie, they're, you know, him, Tails, and Knuckles are all friends. Um, I just, I really like that scene. I thought the, go ahead. I don't know about Knuckles and Tails, though. They might, eh. they might have still some beef in there. I don't know if that was solved on the baseball field. Yeah, that baseball scene was really funny. Um, I like that a lot, so... I just, this is just a movie that I enjoy. I think uh, it, for me, it it outdid the first one, which I really, yeah. really like the first one. I think this one is much better. Uh, well, I shouldn't say much better. I just think this one is better. I think it improves on, you know, things from the first that I enjoyed um, while giving us more and clearly expanding the world. Um, and it really, I mean, it sets up for what we think is going to be the third movie and i'll let you talk about you know how that translates well it's gonna be the third movie and we already actually heard some information about this other character that's gonna be the main focus of the third movie so the movie ends with obviously eggman's defeated death egg robot falls down and obviously there's a bunch of stuff that we need to clean up. The government agencies need to come in and stuff. And first of all, I have a question. Is Eggman gone or did he find a way to survive? Because I think, I think of course, Dr. Eggman would have a way out. Yeah, 100%. Especially if Storm was able to live. But, alright, so we're all cleaning up. Storm ends up there during a conversation with the girl... And the head of Gun, the Olive Garden guy, where they're talking about finding something over 50 years ago. Something well hidden called Project Shadow. And at the end, it's Shadow the Hedgehog. And it's clear that he's going to be the main focus of Sonic 3. And even though it's not metal, I was kind of hoping maybe to do metal and Amy first. And then we get a whole thing on Shadow. But... I was excited no matter what. Like Shadow is probably one of my favorite characters in the series, and I cannot wait to see what they do. Yeah, so like you know the lore and like the backstory to it. So even before they show, even before they said Project Shadow, uh, when they said it's a file that dates back fifty years, like you like grabbed my hand, like in the theater. We all kind of just grabbed each other, like. Um, I swear to God, like you, you actually like bruised one of my bones in my hand for a couple days cause you squeezed it so hard. Um, but it was really cool. And I'll say, you know, just like Sonic and just like Tails, Shadow and Knuckles, Shadow's design was really cool. Like I am so looking forward to seeing him. It's actually going to be better later on because what they did was they actually like had to take Sonic's like design and kind of color code it just because of like resources and time and stuff like that so just like tails in the post credit scene of the first movie is gonna look better and better <laughs> yeah that's true tails actually really does look better than the and it's not that he looked bad in the you know the ending of uh sonic the hedgehog no, they just had time to refine his look but yeah. 
I'll let you kind of talk about Tails a little bit and how they, you know, portrayed his character. I mean, they portrayed it better than the games do now. <laughs> like, he obviously starts off as kind of scared and you would say cowardly, but then in the games he grows to even beat Eggman and then, like, a different form of chaos in Adventure 1, but... This game, like, really begins, like, it tells the beginning, ending of Tails, like, being scared, and then Sonic, t Sonic teaches him courage and all that. And it's shown in the dance scene, but it doesn't matter. It's still great. It's still on the nose with the character, so. I honestly can't wait to see what they do more. I wonder if he, I wonder if he, like, has that, like, little droid thing he controls in Adventure 2 or Adventure 1. Yeah, that's, uh... That's true. I think they did a really great job with Tails. I think, again, it's uh, just the characterization. There's a lot of care for these characters and making sure that they are represented in a way that the, you know, the, the hardcore fans um, can, you know, can appreciate. And, you know, casual fans that might have watched this um, can enjoy. So... Anything else you want to talk about with, you know, the, the plot of the movie? What's the funniest joke for our... Hmm. Because there's some good ones, I will say. Gee, I'll, I'll let you go first. I, mine is the baseball scene. The entire thing of it. I am the conqueror of the first base and the second and the third. And then <laughs> when they're getting ice cream or they're about to, he goes, I want sprinkles. And he just goes... Boom! Onto he right. slams himself onto a truck, and it's so it's just really funny. Yeah, I mean, I think even a lot of the things Knuckles does is funny. Even when, like, so after Eggman betrays him, and him and Sonic are sitting on the beach, I kind of talked about this scene. Like, Sonic throws like this little tiny like clump of sand at him, yeah. and like Knuckles just has like this heaping mound, yeah, like, like a, a boulder, boulder, and just <laughs> chucks it at him, and. It's yeah, he's just really funny. I would think maybe the baseball thing, um, but there's just this movie hits on a lot of levels. The comedy is really good as well. So uh, I, I would agree that yeah, just the whole movie has a lot of funny parts. Like yeah. it really knows when to hit with comedy. I thought I thought it balanced <laughs> it really well. Even when it's not trying to be, tails hitting knuckles with a car was one of right. the funniest things ever. And then they're just <laughs> trying to drive away from knuckles. Yeah, no, I thought that was actually really funny. I thought the the fist bump, you know, the power bump was really good. Him cru knuckles crushing people's hands um, when he shakes them. It's reading a, a reading an iPhone message. Oh my god, that was hysterical when he when they're looking at that iPhone message and he's just reading it. So yeah, a lot of great humor in this. So let's talk about. We'll hit the roll credit section of the show let's talk about the box office a little bit and let's talk about we'll, we'll go into depth about the easter eggs in this portion of it before we give our real rating one to five um you know box office wise uh this is you know hit 312 million um which is ahead i'm sorry 323 million worldwide which puts it ahead of the first one um Broke its own record. Yeah, broke its own record. Um, you know, a couple of things that kind of hurt it now, though, is China is, you know, shut down as COVID is kind of, you know, bringing up. But still, it, more than enough money to warrant the sequel, a good movie. But 
let's talk about some more of those actual Easter eggs as we're before we get to um, the the actual real rating. So go ahead, you can you can go first. Some of them will be a little bit repeated. The, well, the one that I'm sure some of you probably didn't even get yet is first of all, it's, it's funny because Jim Carrey's in a maid outfit at one point during this scene, but Snow is just swiping through costumes mm-hmm. and like point one second you see the fat classic Eggman suit with Jim Carrey and I didn't even see it. You saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they they show the you know the 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 fat Eggman that <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like the um it, Eggman drawing from one it, Sonic it, One. It's a blink and you miss it yeah. moment. Like it is it does go by really quick. Um, one of the other ones, too, that we didn't mention is Splash Hill. Um, early yes. on in the movie, Knuckles crashes through a Splash Hill truck, um, which is a, a level from Sonic 4. Like, there's another Easter egg right there. This is not really an Easter egg. It's just kind of, a lot of people won't know this, but they even got the point where Son- where Knuckles loves grapes. Like that's a that's a tiny little thing in the comics, and they're just like, oh, let's just do this for comedic effect. Yeah, one thing I I actually said this wrong. Um, they're going after the Master Emerald, which has the Chaos Emeralds in yeah. it. Um, it's, and you do get those Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, it's changed up here, so it's a little bit weird. So, um, the uh, the Labyrinth Zone at the end. Um, that is a nod to that is a whole level reference yeah. right there so even to the water rising up that that's the entire level from the traps to even the water rising up they got as a whole easter egg there yeah we mentioned the mean bean um you know mean bean machine was a game um i loved that reference i'm sorry the mean bean is closed i was like the mean bean <laughs> yep uh, the Egg Mobile, you know, that, unfortunately, that really bad scene that we get with the CGI, but he's got that now in this. He's even got, you know, besides the, the big belly, he's got his classic look with the, you know, the bald head, the really big mustache. Uh, he's got a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. So... We mentioned, too, the... Uh, they mentioned the Winter Soldier in it. I thought that was really funny. Um, Tom's ringtone. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's the Green Hill theme. Like, that's really cool. Um, you mentioned you mentioned Gun. They have that. Um, yeah, there's just... I mean, there's so many. The Sega Genesis box art for the um, control manual. Um, for the... Uh, you know, giant Robotnik death egg. That was really, really cool. Um, so we got Supersonic. It's just really great. And Tails' real name, like, that's actually in there. Yeah, they use Tails' real name. So there's just, there's a ton of them. And then the big one at the end that, you know, references Shadow the Hedgehog. So it's just so many cool little Easter eggs. And again, it's... It's not fan service for the sake of fan service at the expense of a good movie. It's a good movie with yeah. all these little, you know, nods and, and winks to the audience. Um, I would say it's fan service to be fan service, but like once again, it's not an expense for the movie. Like, kind of right. like, like Spider-Man. Like, 
you could say that's fan service, but it's also telling a celebration of Spider-Man, while this is telling a celebration of Sonic, really. Especially, yeah. like, the classic Sonic games. And now we're going into more of the adventure games now. Yeah, yeah, really. So, excited to see what we will get, um, you know, with a third movie. So, I, I do believe you had kind of mentioned this earlier, but, you know, the real rating here... One to five. I'll go, and then I'll let you go. Uh, for me, this is easily a five. Expands upon the first one. Um, you know, great humor, great story, great action. I just really had a great time with this movie. We'll certainly watch it again when the rumored drop on Paramount Plus, if that hits this month like they're saying it's going to. Uh, I'll probably pull this up day one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as um, soon as we see it. And, and rewatch this. So where does this rank on one to five reels for you? I would say a five. One thing that really does, it does what the games are really supposed to be. It's supposed to be something that kids and adults like, especially the, like I talk about adventure, like people still really hold that game in a high regard. And even now, like, Kids and adults are hyped for the next Sonic game, which hopefully is good. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, really looking forward to big things from the next one. So this is going to conclude our review for Sonic 2. Really enjoyed the movie. In the show notes, hit up the Facebook page, Instagram. Um, lots of stuff coming you know, Tomacos to the movies. We will be going this week to see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, uh, doing a review the next day on that movie to talk about our thoughts on that. Super excited. Um, trying to avoid spoilers as much as I can. One of us trying. did one of us did not. Um it got something spoiled, he uh, but has been nice enough to not let that information leak, so that's really cool. But we'll be doing a review on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and still working through our video reviews of the Resident Evil series. So uh, <laughs> we he, made will... me, he made me watch Batman and Robin, and now he's making me watch these. Yes, so <laughs> lots of stuff coming. So thank you, listeners. Tune in, subscribe, get all the latest updates, and we will see you very soon at Matt Goes to the Movies.